Welcome to the 13th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is November 22nd. I can't believe how quickly the month of November has gone by. How are you all doing? Well, this is a crazy, crazy world that we're living in. And I don't know if you're like us, but I have a confession to make. We have fully decorated for Christmas before we've even had Thanksgiving. With all that's going on in this world in 2020, we were needing a little holiday cheer and some beautiful distraction. So we can say that the Blazik family has fully decorated for Christmas and uh, is looking very festive. With everything going on in Wisconsin and the surrounding areas, we know that COVID has been rising and there have been many more cases. We are praying for all that are affected and praying for all the sick and praying for the people that are healing from COVID that they will be able to feel restored and feel better. We're praying for everyone to stay healthy and safe. With the rising COVID cases, there are many adjustments, a new norm again. With new restrictions and shutdowns, there are so many different emotions going on with everyone in our house. We as a family are working through and acknowledging and discussing our feelings, keeping perspective, and then making a conscious choice to keep our eyes on Christ. When you do this, you see the mighty work that he's doing. He is working in people's lives in the midst of this dark and crazy time. I've seen the, the gospel of Jesus Christ declared and people who I've prayed for for years have given their life to Christ. I've seen shoeboxes being collected as an opportunity to share Christ. I've seen a little boy with terminal cancer get his request answered of his siblings being able to go to school in Africa. And people showing the love of Christ. People prayed for, prayers answered, and truth being revealed. God is working and doing a mighty work in this time. We need to keep our eyes open to what he is doing and be a part of how he is working. Keeping our eyes on Christ is the only hope we have. The Lord never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is an anchor in the midst of an ever-changing culture. We can always hold on to him, and he will never leave us or forsake us. He is always faithful and always true. Today, I am really excited to talk about a topic that I'm very passionate about, and that is adoption. As many of you know, our family has been on an adoption journey ourselves. A little over four years ago, God miraculously brought our son Derek home from the Democratic Republic of Congo, and our lives have been forever changed by adoption. What is adoption? Adoption is the act of leaving one's natural family and entering into the privileges and responsibilities of another. This happens at all different levels. Adoption is something that we see throughout the Bible. It is a plan from the beginning after God's own heart. Ephesians 1.5 says, His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. And this gave him great pleasure. God loves us with a love that is unconditional and true. He loves us so much that he sent his one and only son to die a brutal death on a cross for the sins of you and I. Many thought that that was the end of the story, but three days later, he rose to life. He is alive and living. 
Romans 10, 9 says, When we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you feel the Lord tugging on your heart, if you feel him calling you and drawing you near, I pray that you answer that call, that you open your mouth, that you confess that he will be Lord of your life and you ask you, asking him to forgive you of your sins and he will come in and cleanse you and make you new and save you. He will give you a hope and a joy. He will be with you always and he will give you an eternal hope in heaven with him forever. When we do this, when we believe what Jesus has done for us, we then are adopted into God's family. Just like it says in Romans 8, 15 through 17. So you should not be like the cowering, fearful slaves. You should behave instead like God's very own children, adopted into his family, calling him Father, dear Father. For his Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our hearts and tells us that we are God's children. And since we are God's children, we will share his treasures. For everything God gives his son Christ is ours too. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share in his suffering. We have a holy inheritance. When we give our life to Jesus Christ, we are co-heirs to the throne. We have the Holy Spirit and resurrection power living inside of us. We have so much hope and so much joy and love and certainty that we have in our future that is here and to come because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We get to see many different examples of adoption in the Bible. Here are just a few. Pharaoh adopts Moses. Mordecai adopts Esther. Jesus is adopted by Joseph. And God adopts us, believers, into his family. November is National Adoption Month, and I wanted to celebrate and hear from families that have had their lives changed by adoption. Today, I'm really excited to hear from Ashley Giese on the podcast. Ashley and Nick both grew up in the Twin Cities. They met on a blind date almost 11 years ago and were married 10 years ago in January. They moved out to Richmond almost four years ago to get out of the cities. When I first met Ashley, I could see her heart for the Lord and for the child she was waiting to have join their family. They now have their precious baby boy, Micah. They are an amazing family, and I am honored for us to hear their story. Welcome, Ashley, to the podcast. I'm delighted to have you join me today. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited I get to hear your adoption story more in depth and um, that we all get to learn a little bit more about how God has worked in your life. Oh, thank you. Ashley, can you tell me how did the Lord call you and your husband to adopt? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, I always said that I would someday adopt, and my husband mm. was never interested in adoption. <laughs> wow. His mom is uh, one of four adopted kids. And, um, he just never thought that adoption would be something he would be part of his story outside of his mom. And, uh, 
we went through years of infertility treatments and through that, the pain of uh, losing baby after baby and just all the different things that God brought us through, um, his heart started changing towards adoption and, um, and talking to his grandma, uh, wow. who is 95 and has adopted, you know, four kids. Uh, wow. he just felt God changing his heart towards adoption. And, um, then we started the process, not really sure where we were going to go or what we were going to do or how we were going to adopt or what God was going to do. We just decided one day that he was ready and I was ready and we would start the process and see where God took us. <laughs> wow. Ashley, I love that so much. I, I love, I think one of my favorite things is listening to other people share their stories and how God brings each person to that point where there, it usually seems like not always. I mean, it, a lot of people have like either one person ready and then one's always kind of coming or maybe some have both decided, you know, from the get go, but the same was for us. God put that on our heart, the same thing, me first. And then Ryan was like, no, we should keep trying, you know, after we lost <laughs> babies too. And I, same thing. And I just kept praying and feeling that God was saying that and how God brings two people together to the same point, I think is amazing. Yeah. And through different times, different things, different times. Absolutely. If you just wait on him, it happens. <laughs> Abs absolutely, Ashley. I couldn't say it better. I totally agree. That's exactly right. And that's just what's so awesome about God, how he works in his own way, his own time with each person in their own journey, mm -hmm. but brings them to where he wants them to go. Thank you so much for that. I love that Thank part you. of your story. Um, Ashley, tell me, where did you adopt from? Did you adopt local or international? Uh, we did adopted domestically okay. um but we picked an agency uh in minnesota that would do our uh home study and then we picked an agency in texas uh for our matching and so our son was actually born in houston so so how did how did you get to picking uh <laughs> a, i know that that's where i'm going you know where i'm going yeah to texas how did we get to Texas? Oh, we talked to a lot of people who had adopted, um, both domestically and foreign, um, and looked at all the different options in the timeline. And at that point, we had been praying for a baby for years, mm. um, years and years, and um, decided that we would go whatever was possibly the quickest route. Um, which kind of got us away from foreign and to um, domestic because mm -hmm. foreign tends to take a little longer. Yes, it does. As you well know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we um, also, because we had moved from the Twin Cities to Wisconsin, um, we had to find an agency that would work with us here to do our home study. Um, but a lot of our connections and our work and everything was still in Minnesota. Um, and then going through that agency to adopt a baby, you know, they said, oh, I could take, you know, two, three, four years. And we were like, we're already so many exactly. years into this. Into we, don't, it, yeah. we don't want to do that. So, mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine had recommended this agency in Texas. It's a Christian, uh, agency, um, 
that they had used. And we loved their policies. We loved their heart behind adoption. Um, and I mean, adoption is incredibly expensive and we liked their, um, financial policy, which was even if you had a, um, you were matched and you had paid a bunch of money, if the adoption fell through, your money was still there waiting for you for the next match. So you weren't out tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and so through praying about it, through talking to people, we, decided that was the agency we wanted to use for our match, you know, primarily because our money was going to stay our money. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That is an amazing gift, Ashley, that God definitely brought you to that agency for a reason, because that's very rare. Yes, it is. That's very rare. Mm. Yeah, because we had that situation with ours. We were in Uganda and yeah, we lost, we lost all of our steps that we have made towards that and waiting after two years and lost our money there and oh. then went to the DRC after prayer and um, God leading us there. But yes, I think that is just amazing. I love it how God brought you to that agency in Texas. He is just so faithful and good. I love that so much. Thank you. Uh, can you tell me a little bit, you did get to share a little bit in touching a little bit, but what was the adoption process like? for your family? Oh, um, that, well, the, from start to finish, uh, I think we started talking to agencies in November. Um, oh, I don't remember what year it was. No, (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. I totally get it. We started in, in November and then started actually doing the training process. And both my husband and I felt like we were just going to take our time. We'd start the pro the process can be so overwhelming. There's so much paperwork. There's so much training. Yes. There's so much everything. And we decided, you know, we had gone through and pushed so hard through all the fertility stuff that we weren't going to do that with adoption. We were just going to take it as it came. And when God laid it on our hearts to do a bunch of stuff with adoption, we would. And then when we were tired yeah. of it, we'd stop and wait for him. <laughs> you meant, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I love that. And, uh, we did a bunch of work, you know, did a bunch of paperwork and uh, the application process. And then we stopped for a while and then we did a bunch of training and then we stopped for a while. And then mm-hmm. all in all, I think we started our training in uh, January or February and our home study was completed that year in October. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, through that, we still had to, of course, come up with the money for the adoption and so we were um praying for that our home study wasn't done but we did a big adoption fundraiser um in august and just invited friends and family and anyone who wanted to hear our story to talk to us to see us to come out to our home and we had a silent auction and we had um food and just a time for people to come and hear more about our story and talk to us and um God blessed us with, oh, I want to say it was $16,000 on that one day. And Ashley, oh I know. Goodness. We sat down the next morning. We waited, you know, that night. We didn't do anything that night. Um, the next morning we sat down and um, what, you know, most people don't know is my in-laws live with us. Um, yes. And so we sat down with them and started opening up the envelopes. And, um, 
God just brought us to tears so many times with so many friends and family who had wrote cards. They had been praying, you know, about what God wanted them to give and how God wanted them to be part of our journey. Um, and people who, who I know don't have money, who wanted to be part of our journey and part of our son's story and gave us money for that. And, um, we, uh, talk regularly about how that was one of those moments where God wrote it on a stone in our hearts, solidified in that moment that he was in our adoption journey. He was in our family and he was excited to bring a baby to us somehow. (laughs) And he was, amen. Um, and so, uh, yeah, then our home study was completed in October and we, uh, again, kept working and praying for money to pay for the adoption and, mm-hmm. uh, waiting for a match. And, um, my husband was leaving for the military, uh, for four months and he left in May and I went and visited him for, uh, Memorial Day weekend that year. And while we were visiting, I was down in Missouri with him. We got the call that a birth mom had picked us. And so wow. We had joked, as soon as you leave, that's when we'll get matched. And just kind of <laughs> joked about that because, of course, you know, yep. timing is never what we want and it's always what exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did. We got matched uh, with the birth mom who was willing to accept the fact that Nick wasn't going to be home for um, four months and was willing to still be matched with us, even though, you know, when she was due, he would still be gone. Um, And she thought she was due at the end of June. Uh, Come to find out she would have the baby on June 2nd. So less than a week later, uh, she had the baby and I flew to Texas. Oh, I can't even, I can't even <laughs> imagine that feeling. I can't even, mm, oh. that is just amazing. Just amazing. All of it, all of it, all of it, Ashley, oh, all of it. It was God. It, it really was. Um, she, our birth mom is just an incredible, incredible young lady who we are blessed mm-hmm. to get to know and have as part of our family. Wow. So she is, was it an open adoption? It's a semi-open adoption. Semi, okay. Um, okay. We communicate with her through email every month and okay. uh, have the option so that when Mike is older and he has questions or he wants to connect with her, we can help him do that. Um, I wanted him to be able to know her if he wants, you know, maybe he doesn't want that, Absolutely. but if he wants to know her, he can know and he can get to talk to her through email and, you know, wherever that leads as he gets older Absolutely. and to make choices on his own. But I wanted him to be able to really get the opportunity to know where he came from. Wow. I think that's wonderful. I love that so much because I know I think about that too, just, you know, with my son, I'm like, I think about, you know, what are his questions and both of his parents did pass away. Um, so I can just say they both loved you that they made these steps to provide for you. But I just think, yeah. you know, what does he think? What, what about his other family and where are they? And would he want to know more about them? And just, so that's so wonderful that, that you have that open communication that you can do that when he has, if he has some of those questions, which are natural, right. 
to wonder where he's from or what was the story of his birth, you know, just all of those things. Um, So I think that's really, really great. And that you get to be witness to her also, the mom, you know, of what God's doing and how he's working. Uh, That's wonderful. I'm still back on the (laughs) $16,000 in one thing. I am like, my jaw is like still down on the floor. I'm like, Oh my word, God, you are so amazing. $16,000 in one event. We had said, Oh, maybe, you know what, if God, we, we know you can bring this money in. And if we can get even a couple thousand, we would be so grateful. And I like, (laughs) I have no words. That is just amazing. It's God. It's only that, that, that could have happened. That is just awesome, Ashley. That is so big. And when you've done this and you've been through this route, to know that that in one set in one fundraiser, yep. that is astounding. Yep. God loves to blow our minds, and He does that often, yes, doesn't He? Yes, He does. <laughs> he does. He does. Well, Ashley, you kind of shared kind of my next question. We kind of did those two in one, so I feel like kind of answered just how God was meeting your needs, process yeah. step by step. Yep. He was meeting those needs um, as you faithfully pursued and waited on him. He did it. He did it. Um, So I want to hear, how did the Lord grow and teach you through this process of adoption? Oh, goodness. It's a a huge process of uh, learning to to wait. Um, Mm -hmm. I think our entire story from the time we decided we wanted to have kids to, you know, eight years later, our Fun coming into our our home um it's god we, uh teaching us how to wait on him um that things you you may have a timeline you may think you know when things should happen but god mm-hmm. but god he has a better time he's got a better way he has lessons he wants to teach you he taught us so many different things um about focusing on him not on us, not on others, not on what we think we want. Um, I get to be the mom that my son needed uh, because God made me wait. <laughs> and if I didn't have that, I don't know if I could be the mom that he needs me to be. Um, to be able to answer questions, to be able to uh, to teach him more about Jesus and uh what God does for us and how much he loves us. Um, I learned a lot about God um, and about the way he loves us through waiting. Amen. And I get to teach that to him. So that's an incredible blessing that we wouldn't have had if we didn't have to wait as long as we did or go through all the different experiences that we did to get to um, bringing our son home. Absolutely. Well said, Ashley. Well said. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That weight, the weight, the weight. Uh Um, Oh, that weight teaches you so much. Well said. Well said. All right, Ashley, what would you want people to know about adoption? Oh, adoption is such an incredible uh, way that God shows us the way he adopts us into his life, um, into his family. We are God's children because of adoption. Um, it's the same way with, uh, bringing a child into your home. You know, we love our son, obviously. Um, 
but it's so special because when he gets to think about not only was he adopted by us, but he was adopted by God. God mm-hmm. picked him yeah. uh, and wanted to bring him into his family. Um, that is such an incredible, incredible thing that the God, the creator of all universe would want us. Um, I think that's an incredible thing about adoption, both, both us adopting our son, but also just how that compares to Jesus adopting us. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. I know I didn't have this question on there, (laughs) but I just wanted to, I know I'm going to just, but you're, you're, you're doing well with off the cuff, so I can do it. Um, tell me like your relationship with your husband through this time, how did that grow and change through this time? You know, you think that life is going to look one way, (laughs) you know, when you're young and you get married and you think that this is how life is going to be. And then life throws you curveballs and it doesn't look anything like you thought it was going to. Um, I know my husband was so incredible through the infertility stuff. Um, I mean, that's years and years of hormones <laughs> making me a crazy, oh, God bless him. crazy hormonal lady. And he stuck with me and he helped me any way he could. And um, we have just grown so much closer. Uh, both at, you know, God, God did a, a really cool thing in bringing us through Um, all of the different emotions, the grief and the joy and the excitement, and then the grief and the joy and the excitement um, at different times. (laughs) You know, we both didn't sink into grief at the same time. My husband was there to encourage me and to steer me back to God when I was struggling. And then when he was struggling with, you know, are we ever going to get to have a, a, a child? I was not struggling and I was able to bring him back to God. And what does God tell us about mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. us the desires of our hearts? And, and, mm-hmm. uh, so it was a, a really neat thing that God brought us separately, uh, together on the journey at different times so that we could be the encouragement that we needed, um, for each other. And so, um, if we had both sunk into the, you know, the sadness at the same time, man, it would have been hard to get out. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, we didn't have that. We had each other to pull each other up and point us back to God and, and, uh, all the blessings that God has given us, you know, yeah, there's been hurt, but there's so many good things that God has done for us. Absolutely. Mm. Well said, Mm Well said. I just, I just resonate. I just resonate so much with that. I resonate with what you said and just the timing piece of where one was at this point and you can just pour into the other one th- such as marriage. Um, but especially mm-hmm. when you go through all of these challenges and trials um, in these processes, like you were mentioning infertility and losses when you lose babies and um, the different grief points and um, how to, you know, build each other up. And I just, we've had those same, same things. And it just, I just can resonate with all of that. And God is just so faithful that yes, we're not exactly at the same time. We might be feeling things differently and maybe the same, but it looks differently maybe. And we can build each other up and lean on each other. And, um, and, uh, what it just, what a blessing that is. What a blessing. Well, Ashley, I appreciate so much 
you sharing some of your adoption story with us. God has just done such a faithful work in your family. I can hear it in your story. I can hear how God is so faithful to you, how sometimes he answered your prayer with yes, sometimes no, and sometimes mm-hmm. wait. Yes. <laughs> as, as he does, his three choices of answers. And in that whole story of from an infertility to your sweet little baby boy, how God has been um, working and moving and molding and changing each of you into something so beautiful that the story just resonates of Christ with pain mm-hmm. and suffering, but with joy and blessing yeah. and um, perseverance and uh, diligence and seeking Christ and wanting to glorify him. And that's what I hear. It is truly something beautiful. Is that all right? If I pray, I'm going to pray and close and uh, just pray a blessing upon you. Uh, Dear heavenly father, we just thank you so much for this time, Lord God, where we can just have an opportunity to be able to hear your work and um, adoption, Lord. It is your idea. It is your plan. Adoption is you founded this plan, Lord. It's yours. Um, You were adopted, Lord Jesus. Um, It's sprinkled throughout the whole Bible adoption, Lord Jesus. And I just thank you for allowing Ashley and Nick and being able to allow us, Lord God, to be able to physically adopt a child, Lord God, and how you call this beautiful child into our lives and how you work in us and mold us and change us and make us into your image, Lord God, is a testament to you, Lord. And um, we pray as we share stories, as we heard Ashley's today, Lord, and Nick's, um, that we would just be able to give you glory and honor because only a God could do this miraculous work, could work through all these different elements to bring about this sweet baby boy Mm. and to be able to show him Christ. And um, it's just a beautiful picture of the church, just like Ashley said, how you adopt us into your family, Lord God. And um, it's just beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So we just give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise. We continue to pray a blessing upon their family, that you will continue to bless them and little Micah and bring your husband home safely, who is on leave now, Lord. Bring them home, unify this family, Lord Jesus, and um, just let them continue to share their story of what you've done in, um, in their lives, Lord Jesus, with others. Um, so we just give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thank you all for joining me this week. And thank you for your support on the podcast. My goal is to help people know Christ as their savior and for believers to be encouraged in their walk. Thank you for sharing this podcast and for your prayers and encouragement. I look forward to meeting you next week. Thank you. Thanks.